Hey, 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 and welcome to the Unpopular Opinion of C. Um, you may hear some pages turning in the back. That is because I like to write stuff down, keep everything on track. But I just want to tell you a little bit about myself because this is my first show. And again, it's called the Unpopular Opinion of C. Well, let's talk about how we got to this name. Um, because I have been asked a few times today by friends why the unpopular opinion. And that is because when I am talking with my friends, we almost never are on the same spectrum of an opinion. I can say, let's go left and they are going to go right. And we always do this. It's, it's not a negative thing. We do not argue. We just challenge each other's thinking and with a lot of the times, my opinion or my thought process tends to be different from my friends. Like, my friends may agree with some parts of each other, but mine is almost always, like, a little far left. But I can say that at the end of the day, my friends agree with me. We just challenge each other's thinking. We like to, like, do that for some odd reason naturally like we just start talking and I can we just start talking about anything and I will say this is my perspective and they are like well have you thought about it like this or have you thought about it like that and it's just like you know that's a great thing to have someone to challenge your perspective so I'm calling my show The Unpopular Opinion of C because my friends always, always, always challenge my thought process and never let me have my one opinion or my side and go with it. And they're all like every single one of them. None of my friends are alike. None of them really know each other. A lot of them are separate, separated because I have friends from all different times in my life. I have a friend who I met when I was five. I have a friend who I met when I was 14. Then I have a friend that I met when I first got my first real job making a little bit of money. It was only $10 an hour. But I was like 20. So I thought I was doing something with myself. And then I have friends that I met later on in life. Like, well, I'm 25. So five years, that's a lot of time. And I have come to the conclusion that I like people to pick my brain or I like people who who challenge me I do not want a friend who is just like let me do whatever or let me say whatever or go along with my toxic behaviors sometimes so I really appreciate my friends for challenging my thought but I came to the name C because my name is Brashana it's a mouthful I know it's nine letters my name has been dissected so many times so I have people who call me Brie I have people who call me Shayna I have people who call me C I even been called CC and I like the I like C and so I'm gonna go with it why not the unpopular opinion of C you gotta admit it has a ring to it it has some kind of little ring to it and I like it so what I am expecting to do with this podcast is to talk about a lot of things that millennials go through, a lot of things that black millennials go through um, in today's society. I feel like millennials are the kids that are like between the technical era 
and I don't know, I don't even know what to call the past. I guess we're just going to call it the past. Like, you know, we grew up with a lot of stuff that's not around today, and we've seen technology advance, like the house phone. Everybody used to have a house phone. Now, the only reason people have house phones is so they can get discounts on their cable bill. (laughs) So, you know, that's just an example of what I mean by we are in the era of the past and technical advances. And I'm going to talk about the things that we go through in life with love, communication, spirituality, family, relationships, everything. Nothing is off the table. We're even going to talk about, you know, work life. Being a, Me, I am a young parent, so you may even get some podcasts about my experience as a young parent. And, you know, there's going to be guests. Eventually, there's going to be guests on the show who we're going to talk about subjects and all type of things. Um, I I want to do a lot with this show. I want to do a lot with this show because I feel like we need something to relate to. And by that, I mean, like, when I go on podcast shows or when I'm going to look for searching for a new podcast, you know, a lot of the people are older or when as soon as I get on to go search for podcasts, no matter what subject I put in, where it's, whether it's social, political, um, music, I always tend to see the same faces a lot of the time. And you guys know what I mean. Um, so I really feel like we need a, a podcast where we can listen to other people's stories and relate to them and share experiences. So I am definitely going to have some people come on the show that is a millennial. And we're going to talk about some experiences that we have had within the subject matter at that time. I also want to do an advice column. Um, So you guys can write me. I feel like I give great advice. I think I give great advice. I know I give great advice. My friends don't like to follow my advice when I give it to them, but they eventually end up doing the thing that I told them that they should have did like a year ago. Like my friend who bought a car from this salesman who bought cars from the auction and then fixed them up enough to be drivable, but then after you drive it for so long, you figure out that, oh shit, the transmission is not really great. And to get your transmission fixed is like a lot of money. Or it may be like little things you never know. But like he went through that. I told him not to get the car. He didn't listen. Now that car is gone because it costs $2,000 to get the car fixed, which is more I won't say it's more than what it's worth, but it's at least half of what it's worth. So that is not half of what it's worth, but the worth of it is probably like around $4,000, maybe $5,000. And the fix to the car was $2,000. I think I told him he should have got it totaled out. But, you know, friends don't listen. Like, But regardless of what I thought, he ended up getting a new car today. Now he has a BMW, so he went from an old Honda Civic 
that was busted up to uh, a BMW. And he should have did that at first because he would have been paid off most of that loan. But, you know, friends, they listen when they feel like it. That's just an example of the advice, advice that I gave that was not taken, but is now being put into place. <sighs> what can you say? But other than that, I'm going to give advice. I have, I'm going to put my email, my social media, any outlet where you can reach me into my bio. So look there if you want to send me um, some a story or send me a little tidbit of something that happened and you want advice I would say when you do send the information that you want advice on be as detailed as possible without being too lengthy and I know that might sound hard you're like how am I supposed to be detailed but not be too lengthy like girl bye but no seriously like send me as much information as you can without writing me a book write me a small essay you know a little message where I can see all I need and hell if you want to send me screenshots send me screenshots that's absolutely fine you can email it to me I will never share who you are with anyone I vow to make sure I protect your confidence like I will never tell who you are I will share your story you can even change your name you can send me a nickname or you can change the people's name involved in the story and I will make sure to never, ever, ever share who you are with anyone. I promise I will never betray your trust ever. So outside of just doing advice, I am going to be supporting independent artists. And I know you guys are probably like, gang, girl, you talk about your friends a lot. Um, I do. But one of my close friends, she supports independent artists heavily and you know they say you tend to become who you are friends with hence the same birds of a feather flock together now I when I was younger I really didn't believe that because people was like oh your friend a hoe that mean you a hoe when I was younger again and I was like hey no hoe I am not no hoe you don't know who I deal with I am not no hoe but I might have been a little bit of a hoe. Anyways, um, I wasn't no hoe though. Just putting it out there. But back to my friend. She supports a lot of independent artists. And I really like the idea of that. I'm going to bandwagon on that. And if you are an independent artist and your music is dope, send me that shit. Because I'm going to play it for you. I'm so serious. I will play it. If I believe that your music is dope, I'm going to put it on my podcast. Now, if your music is not so great and I don't put it on my podcast, please do not be offended. Go back to the drawing board and try again. I promise, like, I listen to all types of music. I listen to what I call emo R&B, which is like the Summer Walker type music. Yumi, I don't know if you guys know who Yumi is, like... Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox is like poppy R&B, but she kind of got a little emo in her too. So I listen to that. I listen to rap. I listen to rap from everywhere. I like um, the New York rappers like ASAP Ferg. 
I like Cali rappers. I love me some Cali rappers. They hold swag. It's just, oh my God. We're not going to talk about it right now. But like, I know a few artists from LA who can just get it. Anyways, but um, I listen to reggae. I listen to pop. I love me some Ariana Grande. I listen to old school music. I listen to jazz. I listen to any type of genre you can think of. Well, not any type of genre. Because I definitely do not listen to, like, the the metal, hard metal, metal at all. But I will, I will listen to some rock music now. Um, so, if you feel confident enough to send me your music and you want it to be played and you want it to be heard you know send me that shit like i don't remember who said this is it j cole or big crit one of them said you know it only takes that one person to listen to your song and then now they introduce your song to 10 people and then 10 people are playing their music playing your song and now 100 people have heard it you know basically your music can get out there just by one person supporting you but you know it takes more than one person um i'm just saying like if you want your music heard send it to me i will play it i will support it i won't just play it on my podcast i'll put it on social media i'll give you a shout out because i am really about the advancement of the black man the black woman black people period also if you have a small black business or it it doesn't even have to be small if you own a black business let me know again i will shout you out not just on the podcast on social media i love to support black business i support black business a hundred percent if i can shop black i do it and that's point blank period now I told you guys a lot about what I want to accomplish with the show, and we're already 15 minutes in. But I also want to let you like let you guys know that I am a supporter of again all black businesses. And if you want me to support you, if you have a product that is great, I don't care if you started off from the bottom, working your way up, I am going to support that 100%. I don't believe that there is competition per se. I feel like there's a lot of money to go around. Like even with my podcast, it's free for me to make it. It's free for you to listen to. And I feel like if I have even another dope person who has a podcast out there, I'm going to help them promote. And I would hope that they will help me promote my show as well. So like if you are a black business person, a black anything let me know I got you now I know you're like Shayna you've been talking for 15 minutes now like girl get to it okay okay so I want to start out the show with a positive quote for the day which is something that I saw on my friend's Instagram story it's not really more so of a quote it's more so of something to you know make you think And what was put on her story, which I shared on my story, is be conscious of the story you're telling about yourself because people tend to believe it. And I feel like that reflects in all different types of ways because you have, you know, your story is told by yourself. Your story is told 
by others. Your story is told on social media. Like you have so many different ways your story is told. You really have to be careful for what what you put out there. You know, um, for let's say social media. When you get on social media and you may put something out there that you think is cute. You may put something out there that you think is just you having fun, but people are going to flip that. Like, they're going to flip it however they want. Like, for me, example, um, when I go out, I'm dancing. I'm having fun. And I do share that on social media. Like, I'm shaking my ass. You need to come shake yours too, bitch. Let's go have fun together. Hey. So, I share that kind of stuff on social media. But, you know, different people have different perspectives of what they see. They can be like, oh, she ain't nothing but a little Jezebel, a little thought always over here shaking her ass on Twitter, on Instagram. I don't know. To clarify what I do on Instagram, when I'm at the club, if I'm dancing and my song comes on, my song, if it's my song that I love, that I'm listening to in the car all the time, and I'm dancing. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, friend, can you record me real quick so I can put this on Instagram? I'm not standing in my bathroom with some itty-bitty shorts on twerking. Now, you might catch a little snippet of me twerking in maybe the kitchen, but I ain't got my ass out. That's the main point. So that's what I'm saying. Even me having to explain that. That's me telling my story. And that's one of the stories that you have to be conscious of that's the story that I put out there now you take it and you grow with it and you perceive it the way you think and so that's me telling my story and that was also a description of my social media telling me a story telling a story to you I mean um now other people telling your story it could be you going out to eat with your friend you're a woman your friend is a man or you're a man and your friend is a woman and someone who knows you both may see you together. Now it's, oh, I think they sleeping together. Or something going on between them. Why can't a man and a woman just go out to eat? That's, that's what you probably are thinking. That's what I think. Because I do have male friends who we are strictly platonic. But that is just a perception of people. You know, people make their own ideas up in their head and they're telling your story for you and that's they're so wrong. It's not accurate. It's not right. But that is what people do. This is supposed to be something that's positive. So let me get to the positive side of that. The positive side of you telling your story, you being conscious of telling your story is that you control what people see. Your, you are your story and you people can only get a perception of you or an opinion of you once you give it to them you know so if you want people to see things about you that are commendable put those things out there if you want people to be like oh my god she's so brave or he's so brave be brave that doesn't mean go rescue a cat from a tree or you know, go run into a burning fire to save someone. Being brave can be as simple as me putting this podcast out. Because it took me so long to get here. It took me so long to get here. I've been wanting to do this podcast all year. I do yearly goals around my birthday. My birthday starts my year. Then the day before my 
Next birthday ends my year. That's my year. My birthday. We're surrounded by my birthday. Which is March 18th. I'm a Pisces. Woo-woo. And, you know, you guys, you just got to control what you want to be seen. Now, if you're a free spirit and you really don't care what anyone thinks, I commend you for that. That is bravery. That is, like, the best life to live. Like, who wouldn't want to be carefree? But some people grew up differently, like myself. Like, I grew up in a family who your image is what you are. Like, I grew up in a small town. I'm from Mississippi. If I told you where I was from, you probably wouldn't know. And then even though I tell people I'm from Mississippi, I'd be like, where? They'd be like, where are you from in Mississippi? I'd be like, Grenada. And then they go back and say the island. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm from Mississippi, the state. What are you talking about? From the USA. Crazy. But, like, I'm from such a small town. If you Google it, we probably have maybe, maybe around 10,000 people that live there. Maybe. That's a stretch, but um, everybody knows everybody, basically, and everybody knows everybody's business, so my family, a, a large part of being in Mississippi is your image. Now, your look is probably like the most important part of your image, because people see you when you step out, so when I grew up, I always had nice things. I always had Air Force Ones when I was younger. Um, even though I dogged them out, my mama still kept buying me Air Force Ones, trying to tell me to make sure I make them look nice. Um, I always had a whole bunch of clothes. Piles and piles of clothes. I've never not had a whole bunch of clothes. And my hair was always done. My grandma made sure me and my cousin was in the hair salon on we on every Saturday. We wrap our hair at night before we go to bed. And we also used to get our nails and our feet done at like the age of 13 to 14. So that's just, you know, my background. My appearance has a lot to do with my image. Now, with image, we all know it goes further than your, just your appearance. It goes to your actions. What do you do? Like, for example, I find when I look on Instagram, I find that people tend to be attracted to look at pages of people who get out the house a lot more. Like, if I took a whole bunch of pictures around my house, you'll eventually get tired of looking at them because they all tend to start looking the same. Like, people are attracted to people who do much. Even if the person that is attracted to the other person, like even if it's me looking at someone and me not doing nothing with my life, I'm still going to want to go look at someone who is doing a lot with their life. It doesn't always encourage people. It doesn't really mean anything. It's just people are attracted to people they think are doing stuff. So I noticed a fluctuation on my Instagram with stuff like that. Like Say if I was going out one night and I started out my story with me at a restaurant or me getting dressed or something like that. People know like, oh, she finna go out and make sure I watch her story. Maybe not consciously, but that's what happens. But if I post a picture of me laying around with my dog and my son, my story, like the people who watch my story, the amount of people drops tremendously. Well, not tremendously, but like half of the people who watch my story when I go out don't watch my story if I post a picture of me being at home chilling with my dog and my son. 
you know, I mean, that is what it is. Like, I'm not really, I really don't care how many people watch my story personally. I put content up that I think that I want to share. And that that goes back to my story, me controlling my story. I consciously make a decision to put up the stuff that I want to share. And it gets more attention depending on what I'm doing. So that goes all through your image. What you do is a part of your image. If I was posting every single day of me being in the house, people would probably not think that much of me. They don't know what I'm doing. They don't know what I'm going through. They just know I'm in the house. And they're probably thinking like, oh my gosh, she's lazy. Oh my gosh, she ain't got no job. She ain't this and this and that. And it's not, none of that can be accurate. I could probably work from home. I could probably be planning to start my own business or working on starting my own business. You never know what someone is doing. They may look like they're doing nothing, but that's not always what it is. Sometimes it is. But that all goes to image. And I know y'all like, Shana, you are rambling. What is the point? But basically the point is, you know, like the wording said, be conscious of the the stuff that you're putting out there or be conscious of the story you're telling about yourself because people tend to believe it you can be a big control of that information or you know you can let people decide what your story is for you I like to be conscious about everything that I do I won't do it if I think that there's going to be a negative effect behind it and if I decide that I don't care what people think then I just don't care what people think. Which a lot of times I don't because I post what I want and you can make whatever you want of that. At the end of the day, I know who I am. And I consider myself to be a smart, beautiful, passionate, loving individual. Like I can name so many great great qualities about myself and... I feel like I will never run out of things to name about myself that I like. And I think that everybody should feel that way about themselves. But once again, you should still be conscious of the story you're putting out there. You should still be conscious. Don't ever let someone be able to control your narrative and your story. Everything you do should be controlled by you. Everything that affects your life should be controlled by you. Your actions, your goals negative or positive it's controlled by you and i'm gonna end my podcast there you guys peace love and hair grease have a good night and thank you for listening to the first episode of the unpopular opinion of c